0: In today's I'm Mad as Hell podcast, we're going to discuss Fulton County D.A. Fonnie Willis' testimony as she attempts to remain engaged in the state of Georgia RICO trial of former President Donald Trump and his co-defendants. Judge Scott McAfee is scheduled to issue his ruling in the next week or so following two days of testimony, including Ms. Willis and Mr. Wade. Before I get into the details, I need to issue a disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed here are solely mine and not affiliated with any company, entity, or person. Now let's discuss the testimony of Miss Willis. It was one hell of a show she put on. She presented herself as the indignant black DA being attacked by Trump surrogates with a multitude of lies trying to have her removed from the Trump case due to perceived misconduct and possible financial gain as a result of her sexual relationship with Nathan Wade. Her claims that it was the RICO defendants in the courtroom who were on trial and not her was absolutely hysterical. Why else was she on the stand testifying under oath about her sexual relationship with Mr. Wade? Of course she was on trial. Now, according to the couple, Miss Willis first met Mr. Wade in 2019 at a conference, and she claims their romantic relationship did not start until he was hired in November of 2021. However, a close personal friend to Miss Willis testified under oath she witnessed them displaying affection, holding hands, hugging, and kissing as far back as 2019. It's important to note that Mr. Wade was hired in November of 2021, and the very next day he filed for divorce from his estranged wife. And even though she refuses to admit it, Mr. Wade is Fonnie Willis' employee. Whether Mr. Wade is a full-time employee or a contractor, he reports directly to Miss Willis. When he was handpicked by Miss Willis to be the lead special counsel for the election interference trial, Mr. Wade had no experience prosecuting criminal cases of any kind. He was a municipal judge dealing mostly with traffic tickets, and he was a partner in a family law practice and also handled contract disputes. Now, I've been a manager previously in my career, and when I looked for a candidate to hire, I looked for the most qualified person I could find to fill the position, not the least qualified person especially when this is the most monumental case of your career as the Fulton County D.A. You're trying some 19 co-defendants, including the former President of the United States, under the state of Georgia's RICO statute. Miss Willis campaigned to become the Fulton County D.A., running against then-Fulton D.A. Paul Howard. Mr. Howard had been the Fulton County D.A. for over 20 years and had several sexual harassment allegations made against him. So much so, Miss Willis made it a point during her campaign to state if she was elected, she would not be sleeping with any employees. Obviously, Mr. Wade's brilliant legal mind made her forget that pledge. Both testified the romantic relationship began after Mr. Wade was hired. The two admitted to taking trips together to Miami, where they boarded a cruise to the Bahamas. The two then flew to Aruba, and they also took trips to Belize and San Francisco, as confirmed by Mr. Wade's credit card statements. Miss Willis volunteered on the stand. They also drove to Tennessee, where they spent the night. Now, according to their testimony, both claim Miss Willis reimbursed Mr. Wade for her portion of these trips in cash because they did not want it to appear inappropriate. Like the fact you're screwing a subordinate employee isn't inappropriate. Isn't it convenient she claims to have paid in cash and didn't keep any receipts and doesn't have any withdrawal statements to corroborate the repayments? According to Miss Willis, she just keeps thousands of dollars in cash lying around her house. And Mr. Wade cannot provide any proof of the cash payments either. No statements showing he took the cash and then made payments on his credit card. If Miss Willis and Mr. Wade worked in corporate America and had had this relationship, several things could have possibly occurred depending on the circumstances. First, if the relationship was consensual and they both wished to pursue it, one of the parties would need to leave their position. You can't have a romantic connection with someone who works for you. It goes against every corporate code of conduct I've been subject to. The second thing that could have happened is one of them could have been fired since their relationship was absolutely inappropriate. But since Miss Willis is the Fulton County DA and the ultimate boss, I don't see that happening. The third thing is if Miss Willis had used her influence over Mr. Wade to garner sexual favors from him, she could have exposed herself and the county to sexual harassment charges and a potential lawsuit now i don't believe the attorneys for the rico co-defendants established any concrete evidence that miss willis benefited financially from the relationship i do believe however they did identify some irregularities in mr wade's testimony and the written statements he presented. They also showed the level of poor judgment Miss Willis displayed in hiring Mr. Wade and then entering into a sexual relationship with an employee. Now if I were the judge, I'd remove both from the trial, and if I felt the entire Fulton County DA office was tainted, I'd assign the case to another county DA office. But I would not dismiss the case because, in the end, I believe President Trump will be exonerated. Now, I have no clue what Judge McAfee is going to do. He's up for re-election this May, and he may cave to political pressure. But if he believes in right and wrong, he can't deny how bad this looks. If the sexual relationship occurred prior to Mr. Wade's hiring, then Judge McAfee must assume Mr. Wade's hiring was influenced by the relationship. Why else would someone with no experience in trying a criminal case be hired as the lead special counsel for the most monumental case such as this? If, on the other hand, he believes the sexual relationship began after Mr. Wade was hired, he then has to question Miss Willis's decision making and judgment. I mean, how stupid can Miss Willis be not only hiring someone with no experience, but screwing an employee? My question is this. If Fonnie Willis and Nathan Wade were not involved in a sexual relationship, then why the hell would she hire him as the lead special counsel to the biggest case of her career? when he clearly wasn't qualified. Of course they were screwing before she hired him. That's my opinion, and Fonnie Willis, you make me mad as hell.